0: When it comes to podcasting, I think we may have gotten it backwards. Think about when you started blogging. You didn't start blogging on Medium or LinkedIn. No, you blogged on your own domain. Later on, when the tech became available, maybe you syndicated that content elsewhere, like Medium or LinkedIn. With podcasts though, we all started by syndicating it in places like iTunes, Spotify, Overcast. That's where the technology was, but we don't own any of the data which makes it so much harder to measure the marketing impact that great audio has. Lindsay Chepkema came to this realization a lot earlier than most of us. She founded Castit, a podcast marketing platform, because the tools simply didn't exist for companies to effectively market and measure their shows, to create supplementary content, to own their data. Think HubSpot, but built around podcasts instead of blogging. Makes sense, right? So, while we may have gotten podcasting backwards, Lindsay and Casted are moving forwards with a plan. This is Ground Up. It's a podcast about growth, except without all the numbers. Here, we tell the stories of everything behind the numbers. The ideas, the habits, the discipline, and also the personal and professional growth of some of the smartest marketers and business owners that we know. I'm John Benini, and I'm your host. Congrats on the official launch. I I had the privilege. You and I connected, Lindsay. Um, she's several months back now, right?
1: Early, yeah, early, like Her, weeks, not months into the company, but very early. <laughs> yeah, and I
0: got to see like, I don't even know if you had anything to show me first. I think maybe you had like a, some. Some, uh, some like Envision mock-ups or something like that. But <laughs> yes. I, I've got yeah. to see uh, the early, early stages of the product. But now, like as of a few weeks ago, Casted officially launched, right? So congratulations.
1: Hey, thank you. It feels good. It feels good. We've come a long way in a very short time.
0: I hate asking this question. I don't usually ask it. But because Casted is so early to the market and a lot of our listeners might not know who Casted is, uh, why don't you tell us about who Casted is, and sort of why now.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if they don't know about us, let's change that. So yeah, Casted, we are the first and only marketing platform built around branded podcasts, right? So the, the show that we're on right now. Um, and what I found as a marketer, uh, the first you know 15 years of my career, um, was that Once I got into podcasting, um, there weren't tools and technologies and software made for me and my team to manage um, and get the most value out of the show that we were doing. So um, I I left that world and started Casted um, as, as a platform to serve the teams behind branded podcasts.
0: Which goes beyond just hosting, right?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 So basically, we say, um go create your show and that could be you know we we all know this world right it could be literally your one person you got the right you know <laughs> the green light to go create your show and it's you by yourself working from home on Thursday afternoons and like creating the show and managing it and doing all the things on your own or you could have the luxury of a studio and a team and an agency but regardless you're going to end up with an audio file um take that upload that into casted and um, we'll help you ring it out. So it's hosting, syndicating all to all the Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, it's a landing page and a show page. It's transcription. It's and it's metrics that matter to um, to you and to your brand. So it's it's really we we say it can all fit into about three main categories, which is manage your show, activate it, really ring it out and break it into pieces that you can use across other marketing channels and measure it in a way that you, that matters to, to a brand marketer. So manage, activate and measure.
0: It's such a fun. time. like, what, what was the, the final thing that pushed you into this? It was like, all right, this is, I'm committing to this. Um, this is going to happen. Like, were you, were you still wor- working on, uh, working in a, a cast when you were uh, with a full-time gig or like, talk about like when that moment happened, when you committed hundred percent and you're like, I'm, we're going to make this happen.
1: Sure. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not quite as clean as that. So I'll kind of give you two parts. I, I was, um, yeah, I was VP of brand and marketing at a a big global enterprise SaaS company and, had this podcast and, and realized the need, right? And so that's that's when the wheels got turning. It's like how how can this be a thing? How can we, you know, these marketers at these really big companies leading really big brands, I'll be using these duct tape together, you know, <laughs> tools that aren't some of which are not even made for podcasting. That right? was that us. We were using for SoundCloud
0: else. for hosting. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, and like the transcription tools that are great transcription tools, but they're not made for podcasts. So no. Um, That was a, that was the wake up call. And then really the thing that got me into it is that, um, high alpha studios, I have to, I mean, they're a big part of our story too. And, and Scott Dorsey, who's one of the partners there reached out to me and said, Hey, we're, we're, we're kicking around. There's something in in the world of, of brand There's There's an opportunity there, we think, and you know, would you love to talk about it? And I was like, Yes, of course, for so many reasons, like I've been living in this world, just wondering why there isn't something better. I would love to create something better. And, um, the more we got to talking, the more we realized there was definitely a business there. And that's, that's when I, I jumped in and realized it wasn't just me. Um, It was, it was a thing. And, uh, now that thing is being solved by Casted.
0: And we we were talking earlier before we actually hit the record button and you were talking about how like one of the goals, uh, in in the early days, early days, it still is early days, but like (laughs) early, early days was like getting to that seed round. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and because you're a PR pro, you, Mm -hmm. while you were launching the official product, you also announced a funding round as well. Right. Mm So, so a couple things, um, how did you work up to that seed round? Like, what was it, uh, you know, was it uh, usage data? Was it the story you were telling? Like what uh, would you attribute uh, in the ability to be able to secure that seed round? And uh, what, what do you think that that's going to allow casted to do now going forward?
1: Yeah. Well, I think rewinding even from there, um, we st- when and I say we, so I have two co-founders, um, Adam and Zachary, Adam Paterino and, and Zachary Ballinger, uh, who joined me very early on and, we all have a shared background in enterprise SaaS, right? Um, specifically in enterprise SaaS marketing technology, right? So we all, we know the space, we know the audience, we know the sales cycle, we know what the product needs to be. Um, you know, one of us has has product and technology and development expertise, another in go-to-market and sales and, and myself in marketing. And so we did the only thing that made logical sense which was let's go talk to people, right? Let's go talk yeah. to our, you know, potential customers and see what like let's not build this thing in a vacuum. Let's let's build this thing based on what we're hearing is the need. So interviewed i think that might have been one of the reasons i talked to you yeah yeah. <laughs> that's we, somebody at high alpha and,
0: connected us i think yeah
1: yeah yeah and it was like okay so you have a podcast what are the challenges and so that's what we built um and that's how we landed on the manage activate measure right those are the biggest challenges so that's what we that's what we built first um and as we did that um and started connecting with people we said hey do, do you want to not only provide some insights but do you want in on this thing um do you want to you know, join us and come on as a customer and yeah, get some value as, as we launch the product, but also help us help determine where, you know, pull us in the right direction. Um, and we had some, some great traction, some great customers join us really early on, um, that gave us early momentum that changed everything. And so we would, once the time came, to go raise seed round, I was able to go talk to, um, investors and say, okay, not only do we have a great idea, not only do we have, you know, a, a, a amazing, talented, wonderful, small and mighty team and, and a, a team of co-founders that I think are, have a pretty great story. Um, we also have customers and we have some revenue and we have, um, in the early days of product, we've, we've got users. And so that was, that was a difference maker, right? It was that we started building from day one, and we started bringing in customers from day one, and we didn't wait until we had a product to start bringing people into it. Um, we we started adding value from from the beginning, and so um, then yeah, hit hit the ground running, um, raising our seed round, and you know it wasn't wasn't the easiest thing I've ever done, but it was it was fun <laughs> being able to ch- to share your story and to to tell people. Uh, what you're so passionate about and what you're what you're up to. What well,
0: what what do you? Uh, what's that going to help you in cast to do? Um, you know, over the next year, over the next twenty four months, and just going forward, what is that? Uh, you know, initial seed round going to enable you guys to do.
1: Sure. So it's double down right? So, um, build out the product even more, make it richer, deeper, stronger, more robust, um, more exciting, right. Um, to keep those customers that we have that are using Casted excited about it and making it really sticky and making it a, a valued part of their, not only their podcasting process, but of their content marketing strategy. Um, a big soapbox that I get on is talking about, um uh, Authentic conversations like you and I are having right now a great conversation and putting that at the center of your marketing strategy. Um, So doing that uh, and also really building a a really strong magnetic brand, Um, I think, for anyone in marketing technology is, as you know, having having a strong brand and exciting marketing that people love and want to be a part of and want to consume and, and get in on and that are fans of is really important. So we've brought in uh, and the beginnings of a nice sales and marketing engine that is just now starting to, to rev up. And so I'm really, really excited for what's coming with our brand and uh, our voice and our messaging and podcast. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hope you have a podcast. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Uh, yeah, yeah. How is the team structured? Uh, I know, obviously, it started really small, you and your co founders, but how is it structured today?
1: Yeah. So, we have uh, 10 people today. Um, myself and my two co-founders, as I mentioned, and then we have, uh, what we call a product pod. So a designer and two developers, uh, they've been with us for a few months and then we have a client success manager that we brought on once we hit 10 users in the platform, just because, you know, customer success and customer retention is so important. Um, so yeah, the three co-founders, product pod, customer success manager, and then we have, um, uh, two account executives and a marketing director.
0: Right, And, and, and uh, how do you, uh, obviously goal setting is, is critical early on, um, especially mm-hmm. obviously when you take on funding and you have direction and you're more deliberate about where you're going and how you're going to get there. Um, how do you go about, and how have you gone, even prior to funding, how do you go about setting goals as a team when you don't have any historical mm-hmm. data to go off of, right? Because that's that's such a huge advantage for companies uh, that have been around for several years is it's like they know what they need. They know uh, sort of what the response from the market can be. And, you know, they can kind of sort of work backwards. When you're new to the market, new to this, and the, the market itself is still maturing, right? So mm-hmm. much and evolving so much. How do you go about setting goals just as a group when you don't really have that to lean on?
1: Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I think I think, and this is me just literally thinking out loud right now. I, I think this might be one of the places that someone with a marketing background can really, um, be successful because as, as marketers, and I know other areas do this as well, but it's you start with the end in mind and you work backwards, right? So you have, right, yeah. you have a big event or you have a big launch or you have a big campaign and it's not, Hey, what happened last time? How did we do it last time? Let's do the same thing. It's, we have this goal, let's work backwards. And so, that's what we've done all along and so regardless of what the numbers have been or what the goal was it was like okay well here's you know seed round this is when we when it needs to close okay so then this is when we need to be in discussions and this is when we need to hit the road and this is what the numbers need to be all along the way and now that that seed round is closed uh, the next is you know inevitably series a and so where do we need to be what if we heard all along when we were raising our series seed um, as we were talking to those investors, what what they like to see, what essentially the market, what our audience wants to see um, at Series A and then work backwards. And that's a really great you know stake in the ground. And then also from a product standpoint, um, what what does that need to look like and what does that need to be bringing in and what do our customers want and what how does it need to feel and what does it need to accomplish by the time that next milestone hits and then work backwards from there and so that's that has in the in the many many days and weeks and months that we've been around that has that has served us well is uh just visualizing where we need to be and and uh seeing that as truth and working backwards from there
0: so pre-seed funding what did that look like was it customer count? because it probably Mm -hmm. wasn't a revenue number specifically you're trying to hit because i know you you know we're probably getting a lot of users into the product uh, you know, with with no revenue coming in, but just in exchange for their feedback and using the product. So, was it a customer count number early on? Mm-hmm. Was that you can, you know, like you were saying earlier, bring that to investors and say that not only, you know you have people using the platform, but maybe some of the bigger podcasters, some of the bigger mm-hmm. companies. Um, how, wh- like what did that look like pre seed round?
1: Yeah, I mean, for us, we actually we started bringing in actual customers um, from day one and said, hey, look, this is this is where the product is today this is the thing you can log into and the rather limited things that it can do now but here's what it's going to do literally three weeks from now and two months from (laughs) now and and um we found the right customers that were willing willing to literally buy in to that vision and to the ability to influence that um that roadmap and that is not for everyone but that is for uh, a certain um persona, if you will, of, of customer that says, Hey, yeah, I, I see the value, I see the vision and I would love to, you know, have my request jump to the top of the list and I'm willing to literally, you know, pay for that and, and be a part of this journey. And so we, we did bring in a customer, a couple customers like that. And so, yeah, our, our, our milestones and our goals early on were customer count and ARR, the uh you know the holy grail of SaaS companies sure. so um yeah and it's just it was achieving you know one step at a time and once we hit that it was like okay well what's the next milestone um and and again how do we how do we get there
0: and i assume arr and customer counter still the same uh probably the <laughs> pr- uh, primary goals right for for 2020 and and, and uh, heading towards series a um yeah. so you're obviously you're a relatively small team how do you like, um, just, like, what's the approach to sort of, like, cascading uh, these revenue goals on down? Obviously, it you, mm. you, sounds like you have a sales function, so... Obviously, mm-hmm. you 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 could break that up by rep and you kind of know what you're looking for. But just talk about that overall approach. Are you using OKRs? Is it something else? Like, do you have some sort of system or discipline yeah. that, that the team is using so far to sort of cascade goals down to everybody? Uh, I mean, everybody, when you're that small, right, is, yeah. <laughs> is getting their hands dirty and rolling their sleeves up. Um, yeah. So, like, does everyone have a number that they're working towards, whether that's just like a specific output? Like, what does that look like?
1: We are still so early that we're we're not quite there yet. That said, um, everyone on the the revenue side does have a number. Sure, it's of course, just that yeah. it's it's understood. I mean, okay, so sales definitely has numbers. They have numbers. They have quota, and it's it's real and it's a part of their job description. Um, so that is very very tangible. Um, Others, it's understand. It's at the very least understanding the the overall business goals, and that's actually on a data box screen in the middle of our one room office. Um,
0: I did not pay for that plug. Everyone listening, <laughs> it's so. true.
1: It's, I don't even know if you knew that, but um, it's you know we we all we are small enough to all sit in one room, and in that one room there is a screen that literally has our, you know, our dashboard of, of how revenue is going, not only for the quarter, but for the year. Um, I, I mentioned we just brought in a marketing director. And so we're putting together what that marketing dashboard looks like. And this is just within the last couple of weeks, right? And um, so it, it is important to me that whether you are in, you know, you're a designer, you're a developer, you're in sales, you're marketing, you're customer success, you're a founder, that you know what the numbers are and how they're looking. Um, and then as we grow, there's that institutional knowledge that is going to be there all along, that is going to grow with the company. And as we bring in more people, it's going to be that foundational understanding that, look, we're all in this together. We all have a, a job to do in growing this company. Um and it's it's really important. So yeah, I, the only reason we're not there yet is just just because it's so early, not because it's not sure. a party. Right, so we're right. yeah, we're absolutely working towards it every day, especially on the the revenue side. Those numbers are very very clear.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks to, in large part to to Zachary Ballinger, my my co founder.
0: Obviously, I'm specifically interested too in in that marketing approach that you've kind of teased earlier. What do you think? Uh, you know, what can you share with us so far just about Maybe what that approach could look like. Obviously, there's going to be an audio and podcast element. Like, Mm -hmm. what does uh, building a powerful brand, you know, you you get to do this literally from the ground up, um, no pun intended, uh, uh, (laughs) with a small group, which is, you know, it's very exciting, right, and exhilarating. Um, You know, what what can you share with us so far about what shape that might take?
1: Yeah, so... And I go I go back to why why we're all here, right and why why you're doing this podcast and why I've you know built this company on podcasting. And to me, you know people have this desire for connection, right people it's it's actually a human need. It's a basic human need. and because it's a basic human need, it's a basic business need is um is connection. And one of the really cool things about podcasts is that it it allows your audience to listen in on a conversation, and when they do, they feel more connected to that content, to the people behind the content, to the brand behind the content than they they could with any other form of media. So, it's really important to me, um, not only in our brand but also in our platform and the way that we're helping other brands, is to measure uh the impact that those conversations are making on connections between the audience and the brand. So um, as we are building out the platform and also building out our content and, and our marketing strategy, we're looking at ways for how can we show that what we're doing from a marketing perspective is driving connection, is making an impact on the brand? is influencing revenue and driving you know fueling pipeline? And so, you know, that's, that's not black and white right now. That's not easy right now, but we're looking at ways to say, okay, when, where's somebody coming into to this content? Where's somebody going from the content? Um, how is it, how can we plug into CRM that people are using and show the data that we're pulling in and how it's, how it's influencing other things that are happening in that sales process. And so that's, you know, some of those things we're working on now, some of those things will come later, but, um, showing more than the vanity metrics that we were all brought up right. to think are the most important thing. Um, sometimes they're important and it's important. They're, they're lagging indicators right there. It's important to know what you're doing is driving traffic. It's important to know that what you're doing is driving downloads, but beyond that, how is it actually driving engagement and connection? So that's, uh, it's it's more much more of a marathon than it is a sprint, but that's uh that's what we're shooting towards.
0: I love that and mostly because nobody's doing that. Nobody's telling mm-hmm. that story nobody's um you know it, I think of like the way Hubspot in the you know geez from two thousand seven onwards right were the ones banging that drum about content and creating blog posts and how that was more effective at bringing people to your website. Mm-hmm. Rather than going out and fishing for for, for customers. Uh-huh. And now we've reached this point where like anyone can do that. It's like really easy to do that. The tools are all there. I mean, it's harder to, to gain traction, but it's 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 easier to get started. And I feel like there's a similar story that people can tell now, brands can tell, around podcasting and mm-hmm. not just attracting people, but more so developing that relationship in a way that no other medium can. And like none of these tools yet are are telling those stories, are drawing yeah. that connection. I and, know, right? Which is surprising. I mean, granted it's still really 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 early days. Mm-hmm. Um in the space, there's uh I mean, there's a bunch of tools, but in comparison to like, you know, uh content tools and SEO tools, right? It's it's still so early. Um so there's there's not a ton of arbitrage yet, but I'm just shocked that there's not more out there on this stuff. Like drawing the connection on the impact that podcasts make um and and, and how it's important from a brand perspective. And mm-hmm. how people respond to it, and uh, so that that's exciting to hear that um, you know you you can be you could be taking that route, and I feel like it's wide open. I mean, yeah. from an outsider's perspective, it just looks wide open for somebody to come in and really start telling that story.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's why we're here, and you know, it's it's a. Uh the thought there is that you know it's oh it's it's too hard or oh you know apple owns that data or you know it's a black box right black box it's literally everybody says that (laughs) and it's it's, they're not wrong it's true i mean when and the thing that people aren't talking about as much that i'm okay i'm gonna start talking about it is um it's a black box because you don't own that that data when when you trust somebody else, Apple, Spotify, Google, or anyone else with data that's really, really important to you, you it's at a sacrifice, right? So um, putting your show on Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast, any other um, player, that's great. They, they give you a megaphone that lets you reach people that you may not have otherwise. That is amazing. And it's free, you know, well, free from as far as dollars and cents are concerned. That's great. Don't stop doing that. But if you would like to know more about who's listening, how they're listening, why they're listening, where they're coming from, what they're doing there, who they are, you need to own that data. So why not say, hey, John, I have this great podcast. Would you like to listen to it? Here's a link that sends you back to to my website. And I can you know control your experience. I can I can give you the experience that is in line with my brand um, that I invite you to my site. I invite you to listen to the show. I, I can control some of the other uh, resources that you're given or, or introduced to. I can even engage with you and I can speak with you and I can have a, a bot <laughs> available for you to engage um, all kinds of things that are not available to me as a marketer if I simply only exclusively um, publish my show elsewhere. So right. what, what we're saying is, hey, publish your show on your own site. That's something that, that Casta does is, is it gives you a page to do that that's on your domain, right? And then you get a ton more data about how people are interacting there. And then also give them the option to listen elsewhere if, if they so choose. Um, and then that just unlocks so much more uh, information.
0: The more I think about this, the more it feels like podcasting, we all started backwards. So like <laughs> if, if we did the same thing with blogging, it would have been like everyone started blogging on Medium. Right. And they blogged on yes. medium and they blogged on medium and they blogged on medium and they're like, I don't know how this effect, how this impacts anything on my website.
1: Yeah, I feel like but, I'm just putting things out there right. into the world.
0: But then like all of a sudden people like you would come along and say, like, but what if you blogged on your own domain? And people yeah. are like, What? No. Or like <laughs> you blog on medium because you get all these people to read it. Like that's the right. whole point. And it's like we started backwards. Whereas like Mm -hmm. people, you know, people would blog on their own domains and then only later did all of these amplification platforms come out and they started syndicating it to places like Medium with podcasting. We just started syndicating from day one. Yep. And now it's like, oh, oh, wait, should I have been publishing this on my domain? Yeah. And like, (laughs) like you said, owning this data and owning the subscribers and Mm -hmm. knowing how it's impacting my funnel. It's like when you think of it that way, it just seems so silly that we've been doing it this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah especially cuz we know better, right? right? Like we've we've been there. And and so I don't think it has to be either or. I think it can absolutely be also and. I think it absolutely should be also and. Like put put it out there. Use all of the the various channels that are are uh, available to you to get your voice, to get your those authentic conversations out into the world, but then also also own it, right? And and invite people into your own your own real estate, if you will. Um
0: so what's been working so far? um like with the, the approach just to to you know acquisition and you know what can you share with us in terms of what's been working
1: um as far as like in um
0: yeah like is it content is it more account based and you're, you you kind of know ah, who, who, you, for who us. You, Okay. yeah 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 what's been working for <laughs> casted so far
1: yeah so um we let's see i think because we have as as a company and as a culture such a strong passion and conviction around brand and and sales and marketing and breaking down the barriers between sales and marketing um we have intentionally created a pretty strong brand and then that has also kind of on top of that um snowballed a little bit like we have podcat i don't know if you've seen podcat but um, i haven't what's podcat podcat is our i guess you call him our mascot um that came about (laughs) oh my god i Uh, have not seen this is it on the website um yeah he's he's our actually he's our drift bot so uh what happened was adam my my other co-founder wrote podcasts he thought he wrote podcasts on the whiteboard and he wrote podcasts and our designer you know as designers do we were during a meeting and he started doodling and and drew podcat and then podcat just kind of started showing up everywhere and li- really, truly, organically, um, people started to love podcast. And so now he shows up on social media, and he was at our launch event. And
0: it's like cheating—you put you put a cat on everything. Everybody's gonna love it, right? You know,
1: it's, <laughs> it, if you can't make this stuff up. So, um, so, and I, I just I bring that up to say like we've we could have easily just said, oh, no, no, that was just a doodle. Like, that was just for fun. But we were like, no, let's just put it out there and see, it's a part of us and it's a part of our team and and it's something, it's part of our little culture that we have here and and people have really started to love it. And so it's things like that that have been really, um, really... even if they didn't come about intentionally, it's not like we sat down one day and said, Hey, we need a pot. We need a, we need a mascot. Um, but we have let those, we've given them room to breathe and room to grow. And then we've gotten it really, really intentional about connections with people and about building relationships in all the various channels that we, that have available, you know, on social media. Um, we've had a couple of of events, um, including our launch event and we had another one back in November. Um, content obviously has been huge. We've had, we, we had a podcast starting within the first couple of months of, of the business and we're about, we just, uh, just now we're launching season two. So, um, yeah, I mean, having a strong content marketing sales and marketing engine from day one has been really, really, really important and, um, just finding ways to build relationships and to connect with people.
0: And I know you kind of already kind of hit on this earlier, but in terms of your team's relationship with data. Um, you know what? What does that look like? Is weekly meetings, monthly, daily catch-ups. It sounds like before. Again, I, you know, as I told everybody, I, I did not pay Lindsay for for the for the plug. But you have a data box, uh, you know, uh, data board displaying on your office wall. So it sounds like the data is sort of just uh, everywhere, and everybody has access to it at all times. Is is that the kind of sort of relationship that everybody has with the performance?
1: Yes, yes, and that's that's the goal. Um, it's. It's really, really important to me and to my my co-founders and the entire company at this point that the data is the driver, um, and it's it's got to be this this beautiful balance between relationships and data, right? Because they are they're both important. You can't have you can't have a great successful company or brand or product with just one or the other, you know, one cannot be weak and the other can be strong. It's got to be about relationships, which, you know, is is hugely important to us, but also about the data. Like, why are we doing this? What's working? What's not? Um, What do we need to do more of? What do we need to do less of? And so that, that drives everything from how we um, prioritize things for product development. um, What we're hearing from customers, what we're hearing in the sales process of like, Hey, this would be really great if you had X or I would buy if you had X. Um, That's all data. Right. And then, uh, We've been tracking through Pendo. We're we're really um we love Pendo. <laughs> we have uh all kinds of information about how our users are using the platform, which is really helpful in managing those relationships and adoption rates, which is hugely important. Um and of course, everything throughout the sales process, how long is the sales cycle taking? When is it getting longer? When is it getting shorter? Um, who do we seem to have a better fit with? Uh, how are things landing when we, we try this messaging versus that messaging? Um, and then now that we're getting even more intentional uh, with marketing, um, that is starting to come together as well as far as, you know, where does traffic uh, come into play. <laughs> where does, um, where does our own podcast uh, data come into play? Um, what do we wish we could see more of, and therefore, how should that go back? You know, go back to the beginning of this conversation and fuel product. So, it is um, foundational. Relationships and and data drive drive the ship.
0: For sure. And um, what uh, uh, what what sort of what have you learned in terms of like the aha moment of the product? Like, obviously, it's. Uh, just from my experience in 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 talking with you over the last you know several months, uh, you you were very hands on in showing me the product and how it worked. And I would imagine, like as you were onboarding newer users, it was you know it was very hands on. But is there is there a specific point in the process where uh, like like the aha moment where once a user is able to do this or once uh, you know they have this set up, it just seems like it all clicks and uh, you know it. Uh, somebody who's just sort of evaluating the product turns into a you know an avid user. Have you is mm-hmm. it is it still too early to know that or do you feel like you you already have a pretty good handle on where what that is right now?
1: Yeah, I mean I think the goal is is becoming when we hear that we are a solid part of the process, right? And it's not just about like you said early on, it's not just about hosting. It's about right. you know putting conversations at the center. And so we've been hearing from day one, uh, props to our, our designer, <laughs> that it's beautiful and that it's, it's, wow, this looks, so, this is so nice, especially when I'm compared to what I'm used to. And, um, that's great to hear, but that's not going to drive adoption, right? Um, that might get someone's attention, but are they going to get into it and use it every day? And so that's a great step one. And then what what we really are looking for is you know process change or you know reworking a a strategy because now they have these tools or um, trainings right when we when we start getting pulled into which this happened we we get pulled into a team training because there's several people that are now in the Casted platform using it on a daily or weekly basis because they all were using different tools before and now they're using this platform to kind of be in this ship together um all you know collaborating in one place so to me that that's the goal is is seeing how they are using casted as the center of their strategy and um i think when they can see their show in the platform and they can really start to see okay i I Either was doing these things in completely different places before or not at all because it just didn't seem like an option, um, but I'm able to manage it all in one place and I'm able to spin out more content from 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 one many um, that's when when the light bulb starts to really brighten up yeah,
0: I love how it's about more than just hosting and mm-hmm. uh, it kind of leads me into my next and 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 sort of uh, final question and thread that I want to pull on, which is where Where do you see this ultimately going? Because, right, like the the way it's positioned as a a, you know complete uh, platform, marketing platform. um, Do you see this going the way of like, like, like a HubSpot for podcasts, or Mm -hmm. like just beyond like like we've been talking about beyond just hosting it, right? Yeah. It's all of the elements of promotion, of Mm -hmm. uh, transcription, of you know, just. Uh, gaining traction and it's just about so much more than just it existing which is what hosting tends Mm -hmm. to be just about so like what's the you know what what is the ultimate goal for for you and the team um maybe not just this year but just going forward like what what Mm -hmm. could this turn into
1: yeah, it's funny that you you said kind of the hub spot, uh, for podcasts because I, I may or may not have said that once or twice. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you said that because it's, it, there is so much, there is so much opportunity. And I truly do. I keep coming back to authentic conversations. It's, yes, it's about podcasts because that's right now where authentic conversations live. But there is so much opportunity to put, conversations at the center of your marketing, right? It's the common denominator that both sales and marketing need. Uh, marketing needs it to appeal to the masses. Sales needs it to appeal to the individuals and to, to really drive deal closures. And it's, it's the one thing. It should be the, the, re, the source of all of your marketing is certainly all of your content. So go have a conversation record it with a subject matter expert, right? And with somebody who everyone would want to, would value listening to, to you, your audience would really value listening to. Record it and then spin it out, ring it out. Yes, turn it into a podcast, but also, you know, turn that into some supplemental written content, pull out some, some social media content, uh, pull out some email content um, and and really spin it out from there and then measure how it's working. And so that's, that's really casted and the vision as as it stands right now and then it's also saying okay from here what else do we need to do what else do our customers and what else does our audience want us to do to make that even more true and to make conversations even more central to overall marketing and to drive impact on the brand so yeah, I mean, as far as the near the near term vision, it's 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 that. it's it's helping. It's empowering marketers to manage, activate, and measure their shows. And then the next ring out from there is is really centering is is shifting the tide so that, marketing brand marketing is centered around conversations um in a way that Cap- casted can can pull it all together and you can make it all happen in one place and then from there is like what other modalities do we need to pull into so that we can support that approach to marketing as a whole
0: well i certainly think you have the wave sort of building in your favor uh in terms of just obviously the amount of people who are podcasting the the uh, it, it, which which it seems like everyone is, right? But it's still relatively low in comparison to people with like YouTube channels or mm-hmm. you know companies that are blogging. And I feel like uh, you're well positioned to sort of ride that wave in a similar way that we keep going back to this analogy, but uh, in a similar way that HubSpot was able to ride the content wave. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Everyone was starting a blog, it seemed like, at that time. And they sort of were able to harness that energy and, and teach people how to do it and, and show people the benefits of it beyond just having your blog exist mm-hmm. and I, I think uh you are you're, you're well positioned uh, to be able to do that so um well, thanks thanks for thanks for coming on and sharing so much I know it's so early but at the same time that's what makes this so intriguing and fascinating for for me and I'm sure many listeners is just hearing all of this stuff take shape and and uh certainly exciting time so so thank you for for coming on and sharing all of it with us
1: well thank you it's uh it's such a pleasure to share it thank you